Welcome to the Intuitive Vibrance Podcast, a space where we go straight to the heart of what it means to embody the fullest, most authentic expression of yourself. I am your host, Bozia Morgan, and I'm here to support you in your path to self-discovery, transformation, and liberation, empowering you to unapologetically be your most intuitively vibrant self. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Intuitive Vibrance. It's been a long time. Happy New Year. How are all of you? I'm feeling very fired up. I am brimming and bursting with creative inspiration right now. I've been writing a lot, and um, yeah, I feel like I have so much to share. So today I thought that, first of all, I wanted to share a little success story with you, a little personal success story, and I wanted to share with you also my themes for 2022 and also give you a little life update, So, and not necessarily in that order. So I think, first of all, I'll start with the success story because... It's kind of at the top of my mind right now. So yesterday, or maybe the day before, I received some very unexpected recognition from my mom. And I'm going to try not to cry. (laughs) She messaged me and she said, Foes, your writing on Instagram has just been amazing. You should write a book. And I was like, what? I I had no idea that my mom was really reading my content. Um, I didn't know if it was interesting to her. I hadn't really thought about it. I know that she loves my photos. I know that she's really proud of me. I know all of that. But I didn't know that she was really interacting with the content and with my writing. So I was really surprised. And I was like, mom, wow thank you. And she said, yeah, you know, you should write a book. And I said, well, what would I write about? And she's like, I don't know, foes, but you should write. You'll be, you'll do really well. She said, you know, your, um, your writing is amazingly powerful. And to hear these words from my mom, I mean, I started to cry. I was so deeply touched. So of course I started to think about it. Like, why am I getting this recognition from her now? And what I realized is that I have been more courageous. I've been more authentic with my writing. What I've been in what I've been writing about with the content, really sharing my truth. And I've been getting more and more clarity around the truth of my heart. You know, really knowing my own heart, knowing the depth of my heart, the truth of my heart, the capacity, the volume, all of that. And it's having that clarity in what I'm doing allows me to step more fully into my mission. And it takes courage. It's an act of courage to really share yourself, to really share yourself authentically. And so I think that that's such an important part of the recognition mechanism. And so what I kind of came to was that, you know, 
in that act of bravery and courage of really sharing myself more and more authentically, my mom was able to see my essence more clearly. And when we share our essence in a very clear way, you know, when we're very aligned with ourselves and we're brave enough to really let ourselves be seen, that's when the other can see us so easily and it's magnetic. We don't have to try. It just happens. It's this frequency that's totally different than anything else. I got to thinking about that a lot the other day. And so I just wanted to share that because I think it's, um, it felt like such a success in so many different ways. And as a projector, that's my signature is success. When I'm in energetic alignment with myself, with my soul's mission, with my heart, I feel successful. And it's not like this tangible success, you know, it's not our society's definition of success. It's a feeling. It's a, it's a frequency of success. And so to have that recognition from my mom and to also know that, that by sharing myself and sharing my heart and being so open and honest and vulnerable that my work is reaching people who I didn't expect it to reach. And that's very healing for me and it's healing for others. And so I just wanted to share that because I think that it's just a little bit of encouragement for all of you to try to take one step this month towards being more courageous, having more bravery in the way that you put yourself out there into the world in whatever way you want to let people really experience the the truth of your essence. Because when you do that, it is healing for everyone around you and it impacts people in ways that you can't even expect. So anyway, a little success story to start off the first episode of Intuitive Vibrance of 2022. So a little life update. Uh, The last episode that I posted was back in October of 2021. Right after that, I went back to LA to do my advanced Psych K training and came back and then also decided to kind of pivot my practice. And um, I decided to no longer offer facials. It's something I've been wanting to do for a while to move away from facials because I think more than anything, I wanted to truly honor my energetic design and to truly honor and embody what I'm here to do. And, you know, I did facials for a long time. I loved doing it. It really fed my soul. It was incredibly healing for me. I was very successful in doing it. But that kind of physical labor of doing a 90-minute European facial, it just wasn't it was it was it was too much physically but also energetically it's not where i belong so to speak and it's just not really the work that i am meant to do now at this point in my life so 
I took that brave step and I stopped doing facials, but I, you know, was pretty booked out um, near the end because people wanted to get in for their last facials. So I was really busy. And then I got a very clear message from the universe, from my soul, that the place that I was living in was no longer aligned for me. And it was very challenging. It was very difficult. I was supposed to stay in my place until the end of May of 2022. Um, The previous owner sold the property, sold it to somebody new. And I thought, well, this is my time to get out. You know, there's a change happening. Um, But I, I really had to advocate for myself and fight to be able to get out of my lease early. Um, It was really difficult. It was more difficult, I think, than it needed to be. Through that whole process, I really found my voice. Now, you're probably all thinking, like, didn't you already have your voice? Yeah, but it was just different. I gained a sense of self-worth and self-respect that I've never had before. It was a really, really difficult situation, and I'm not going to go into the details because it's really not important, and it seriously is, that's in the past. It's in 2021. But all to say that I was going through a lot, and it was a huge upgrade, up-leveling for me um, personally, but, you know, that kind of inner work, especially when it's being thrown at you in a situation where you you're not in control. It can, it can, it feels hard. You know, it's different than saying, okay, I'm going to go to therapy every week and I'm going to address these certain things. No, this is some real life shit that was thrown at me and I had to deal with it. I had to navigate it and I did the best that I could. And I came out stronger than ever. And it literally closed up all of that business finished up on the very last day of 2021, I think at like 8 p.m. So it took a little bit of a toll on me emotionally. At the same time, I was also moving. So I got out of my lease. Um, I was released, thank goodness. And I also wanted to move because I was living 30 minutes away from town, which is uh, in Honolulu, which is where my kids go to school. And that's 30 minutes away with no traffic. But our commute to school in the morning was brutal. It was just brutal. And I was over it. I couldn't do it anymore. It was really affecting our quality of life. And, you know, it it just wasn't where I was supposed to be anymore. I was a really different person in November of 2021 than I was in May of 2020, when I found that house and I moved into that house. And when I moved in, it was absolutely the right place for me. I felt that I had some kind of karma there. But what I didn't realize was that it was going to put me through the ringer. Um, You know, we always ask to, to, to be placed in situations that are energetically aligned for us. But like, you know, sometimes it's like, I think we forget that it can be it can be good and it can be bad. Not that it's actually good or bad. It's just whatever's aligned. But sometimes the things that are the most aligned are the most difficult. And so that's what happened for me. And so 
I think back to who I was in May of 2020 and who I am now, I feel radically different. And I had to go through everything that I went through. What's also really interesting, and I haven't studied enough about this or looked into this enough to give really any details, but the first week of June of 2020, there was an eclipse and it was on the the Gemini Sagittarius axis. That's when I moved in. It was the first eclipse of the Gemini Sagittarius eclipse axis, which lasted for a year and a half. And when I moved out of my place, I moved out right after the very last eclipse that closed out that Gemini Sagittarius axis. So look into it if you want. I think it's so interesting that that's that that time frame also matched the exact time frame of me living in that house. It's undeniably connected. So here I am, and it's 2022, and I'm in my new apartment, and I've been here for about a month. I love it so much. It's exactly what I asked for from the universe, the exact rent that I wanted to pay, It's also within walking distance from my kids' school. It takes us less than 15 minutes to walk to school. So quality of life is so much better. Um, I'm now five minutes away from my ex-husband, and we have split custody. So, you know, it's just so much more convenient. The boys really love it. They love that they can see their dad's building from, from our apartment here. It's a very spacious place. It's very private, which I love. That was one of my number one requests to the universe was that I wanted a place that felt very private. I didn't want to know the comings and goings of other people. I have like a 270 view, kind of 270 lanai. And um, there's just a lot of kind of separation. It's concrete construction, which is amazing. It's quiet. And the other thing about this place is that I'm, I'm on the 11th floor. I have a view of Diamond Head to the left. I have a view of the ocean in front of me. I can see the sunsets. And being up here on the 11th floor, I have clarity. And I have a bird's eye view. I have a bird's eye view of everything. And so now I have this perspective. And it's a place where I have been healing and integrating everything that I learned in 2021. So the last two years have been really tumultuous and beautiful, and I've learned so much. I have grown so much. My soul has grown so much. My heart has expanded and healed so very much. And I have clarity of self and clarity about my heart and my soul that I've never had before. And I have a focus and a drive that I've never had before. And so what I'm really excited about now is putting my mission out into the world, the work of my heart and my soul. And that's what I want to focus on. And, you know, At the beginning of every year, I find that there are certain words, themes that come to me and that I feel like are kind of going to be the driving factor or just the theme for the year. This year, it feels incredibly intentional and it feels like something very 
tangible. And I wanted to share my my words with you today. And there's way more than usual, but I want to share all of them because they all have significance. So here are my words for 2022. And it might be a work in progress. I might change some of them, but for now, this is what they are. Clarity, collaboration, integrity, focus, success, bravery, expansion. So I want to talk about each of these. So clarity, clarity of self, clarity of mind, clarity of heart, clarity of my soul, clarity around what I really truly desire, clarity around my worth, my mission, being able to see myself clearly, being able to see the things outside of me for how they really are, and clarity around what I want. I think that it's so important when we're clear about what we want, then the path to manifestation is instantaneous. It is very easy. It's just magnetic. So, you know, I spent a lot of last year, a lot of trial and error and learning a lot and healing a lot. And that's led me to this place of clarity. And so I love this list because it, I feel that it's going to bring me back into my center so that I can operate from that place of alignment. So, you know, just always reminding myself, get clarity on, on whatever it is. Be clear about my next steps. Be clear about what I want. It, it has to come from a place of clarity. And then collaboration. So this one is huge for me. I have never, never been someone who's ever wanted to collaborate with other people. I've always been a lone wolf. I have been uncomfortable in groups. I never wanted to play team sports or anything like that. And I really kind of hermited away. I mean, when I was doing facials, I it was just me. I I had a solo practice. I'd work one-on-one with clients. I really liked that environment and I liked that kind of one-on-one interaction and that's really where a projector shines I mean our aura is laser focused you know like we're all about focusing on what's right in front of us and so that felt very natural to me but what started to happen last year is I started to feel really isolated and I wanted something bigger I wanted to spread my wings I wanted to I wanted to know like what else is out there for me. So, you know, I really got to this point where I was like, I want to collaborate. I want to co-create. I want to create something with other people. And, you know, also as a projector, in order to be seen, I have to share my work. I have to share my mission and it can feel very lonely. You know, it can, I, I, I liked being the lone wolf for so long, but I'm, I'm not in that space anymore. And, and so collaboration out of all of these words is probably my biggest one and it's my biggest stretch, but it's the one I'm most excited about most like so excited. So what I want in terms of collaboration is collaboration with my community, with my soul family, with those I have yet to meet 
with my clients, with my children, collaborating with myself, you know, really allowing that divine energy to move through me, you know, to connect with my higher self, to connect with my soul, um, to collaborate with these energies that can come through me. Um, collaboration with my spirit guides, again, you know, through prayer, through working with cacao, um, through microdosing, um, through meditation, all of that. Collaboration with the energy of infinite abundance. I mean, there are infinite possibilities to what is available to us. Infinite abundance. We just have to tap into it. And so I want to tap into that. I want to collaborate with that energy of infinite abundance. I want to collaborate with the creator of all that is, meaning the universe. You know, this energy, this source energy that we come from. And I, I mean, I guess that's the same as infinite abundance. But, you know, just to put it in another way, I want to collaborate with that energy because I'm really here to fulfill the deepest deepest parts of my heart and my soul and in order to do that I I have to and I want to tap into something that is greater than me I'm ready to come together with other people and other energies to create something that's greater than the sum of two parts I I really feel that I I've, I'm really ready for that and it's this energy of expansion and that's one of my words is I'm just so ready for like like soul opening like you know I just think of it as like being totally cracked open but not in this way of like bringing me to my knees more just like I kind of envision my heart being cracked open and this incredible light just like coming out pouring out from me like from the universe through me that's what I envision that's what I'm ready for. And to be able to even say that out loud is really exciting. I've always known that relationships are our greatest vehicle for healing. You know, we the, the amount of healing that, and growth that we can have within a relationship, uh, any kind of relationship, is exponential compared to if we tried to do it on our own. And I think the same thing goes for you know, for, for creating something, for, for creating, for tapping into source energy. And then there's integrity. How important integrity is to me in my relationships with my clients, integrity with my thoughts, my words, my actions, knowing that I can really trust myself and that others can trust me as well. I can count on myself and you can count on me. What you see is what you get. There's no tricks. There's no cleverness. It's just love. And I actually believe that I do operate in this way, but I realized how important it is for me. It's purity of heart. It's approaching all that I do from a place of wholeness. And that's also what integrity means. It's not just about you know, holding yourself to the highest standard and doing what's right and being truthful and honest and respectful and all these things. It's also integrity is, is wholeness. And so approaching everything that I do from a place of wholeness 
and following through to completion. And also, you know, when we approach things from a place of wholeness within, we have no agenda. And that's really important to me. I'm really sensitive to when I feel that others have an agenda. Obviously, I have an agenda, right? We all have an agenda. I want to fulfill my life's purpose and my and my mission and all of that. But when it comes from a place of pure love, when it comes purely from the heart, when it doesn't come from ego, then it doesn't feel like an agenda. It's different. The energy is different. So integrity is really important to me, really important. It always has been. And it's something that I, I want to check in with myself about every day. My next word is focus. So this one, I mean, we always stay like, you know, focus is really important and I want to stay focused and, you know, focus, focus, focus. But the meaning of it and the weight that this word focus carries for me at this point in my life feels really huge. It's about staying focused on the task at hand, bringing myself back to what I want to focus on when I stray from it. I get really easily distracted. I really do. Um, And it's very frustrating to me being clear about what I want to focus on and then implementing tools, systems, accountability, all of these things that are so important that I think that we kind of forget. Like we need these practical systems in place to help us stay focused. You know, especially as a small business owner and someone who works from home and I work for myself, I mean, I don't have any coworkers. It's just all up to me, you know? And when I don't have a client right in front of me, when I have a client right in front of me, I am focused and I love it. I love it so much. It's an incredible feeling for so many different reasons. But when I don't have a client right in front of me, I... I tend to kind of be all over the place. Um, And so, you know, I have a ton of ideas. Like, that's never the problem. I'm very creative. I mean, I literally am the creative role model. I have my personality son in human design is in gate one, which is the creative. And so creativity, ideas, inspiration, not ever really a problem. It's really about how do I implement all of these things? And so one thing that I'm doing right now is I'm actually working with a local organization um, that serves women of color in business. And I'm going to have some sessions with them and really set up the back end of my business, get all of my ducks in a row in the best way possible to implement systems that just streamline everything so that I don't have to be thinking about that so that I can pivot my my attention and my focus on the things that interest me and that really light me up and that really serve my work and and so you know this is a big part of of focus is implementing these systems it's about focusing on myself and focusing on myself beyond processing my emotions beyond this whole healing journey that I've been on, it's also about focusing on my mission, you know, like the more sort of masculine um, aspects of myself and what I want to do. It's the more yang energy, you know, as opposed to the yin energy, as opposed to the feminine. I mean, I, I embody both, but really wanting to 
to focus on those masculine aspects of, of my life, of my business, so that I can really get my mission out there into the world. I really want to fully commit, fully commit to my mission. It's so exciting. And then success. Success as a projector is my signature. When I'm in energetic alignment, I feel successful. Now, success comes in many forms. You know, I think we can get fixated on one type of success depending on what we feel is lacking in our lives. Whenever I'm entering into something, I want to ask myself, is this going to bring me a feeling of success? And it's a feeling here. It's not so much something tangible. Of course, obviously, I want all of the tangible uh, manifestations of success, right? Um but it's really about the feeling. Does that feel successful? Was that a successful interaction? Was that a successful client session? Was that a successful day? Having success on here, it's like success is my birthright. It's your birthright. We all, it, we all deserve to have success. We all deserve to have everything that we want in life. And so I put success on my, on my list because this is what I'm working towards always is that feeling of success however that manifests, you know, it's a, it's really a feeling. My next word is bravery. So I talked about this a little bit in my success story, you know, being brave enough to let ourselves be seen, to allow ourselves to be seen, to be really truthful and honest, authentic and vulnerable in, in what we're doing. And that's really important for me in the work that I do. And so just having bravery on my list kind of reminded me like, okay, Fosia, be brave, be brave. What's the brave thing to do? And always checking in with myself. I'm never going to do anything that's going to make my inner child feel unsafe, you know, um, or that's going to make me feel anxious. But it's about, can I stretch myself just a little bit right now? Can I be brave? Just, you know, it's like if I write something and then be, and then feel like, oh my gosh, like, am I really going to post this? Be brave. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be brave. So that's why I have bravery on my list. And then the last word is expansion. And this took on a new meaning for me. The other day I had a session with Christos. His handle on Instagram is common empowerment. He is a three, six splenic projector with the right angle cross of penetration. This person is incredibly powerful, has a very deep and beautiful heart, and he really, really held space for me, and I felt so seen by him, and it's that's a real gift as a projector because we're here to see the other, so when someone else can see us and recognize us that deeply, it's incredibly healing just to be held in that energy. We we did a little um, kind of meditation together, not a meditation, but he he walked me through. He kind of talked me through this practice of welcoming in all the emotions that I was feeling into my body, like you're welcome here, whatever it was, anger, sadness, bitterness, whatever it was, confusion. Hello, confusion. Hello, anger. Hello, bitterness. Hello, sadness. I love you. I welcome you. 
I'm just going to sit here with you. And, you know, I'm really good at intellectualizing my emotions and intellectualizing everything. I have a Gemini moon. But sometimes I use it as a way to is try to escape the feeling. And, you know, we learn this with childbirth. The only way through it is to go through it. The only way to get to the end is to go through it. You have to climb the mountain. You have to go through the door. You can't go around. There's no way around that mountain. You have to climb it. And it's the same thing with healing. And, you know, I've been frustrated a little. I've been a little frustrated and bitter, but more frustrated. Just that I felt like there's something that's holding me back. And so we were talking about it. And he said, you know, I think what's really at the root of it is that you need to be at peace with your emotions. And I was like, okay, 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 you're right. And, you know, I've been feeling like my inner child has been pulling on me a lot. And when I talk about being distracted and being distracted by my emotions, I've been feeling really distracted by my inner child lately. I feel like she's really been pulling on me. And, you know, I do, um, I soothe her, I parent her, I mother her. And, you know, she can take on different iterations, different ages and have different needs. But what I haven't let her do is I haven't let her throw a fit. I haven't let her throw a tantrum. I haven't let her say it all and get really mad and just let it all hang out. I've really tried to control all of it. And so sitting there and welcoming these emotions into my body and just not resisting them and not trying to intellectualize it or or rationalize it or trying to find a way out of it. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I do process my emotions, but I think it was in this, it's this particular thing about my inner child that, you know, it's very painful. It's very painful to allow yourself to feel how big and deep those emotions are from childhood. And, um, yeah, I think that I was fighting it and resisting it. And so he had me just sit with them. And, you know, I was in a very safe space being held by him in, in this sacred container that he created for the session for me. And I was sitting cross-legged on my bed and I had my eyes closed and I had my hands in my lap. And I just let the emotions in and I really welcomed them with love. And I, it, it dissipated so quickly. And then I actually felt like my thighs were these big banana leaves and I kept expanding and growing. And I saw myself in this like forest in this, or this jungle. And the feeling that I got was expansion. There's no other way to describe it. You, you know, it's like I had to let the emotions in and welcome them and embrace them fully. And in doing so, I expanded myself. I don't know if that makes sense, but there's no other way to explain it. Because think about it. It's like if you're trying to control the emotions and trying to manage it, which I've been trying to manage them so much in this in this particular instance, I think with my inner child and 
around a particular issue, which I'm not going to go into today. I was trying to control it. And when you try to control something, you constrict it. You constrict it. And so it can't expand. It, it gets smaller and t- it gets small and tight and constricted. But when I just let it in and said, okay, I'm here and you're here emotions and we're just going to be here together and I'm going to feel all of you. It was expansive because I let them move through and be in their full expression. And in order for me to be in my fullest expression, I have to honor all parts of me and let all parts of me be in their full expression. And I want to talk about parts of self in in an episode. I should keep a list. Um, There's many episodes to be recorded. But does that make sense? Like, you, you have to let it, you have to, you have to let it in. You have to let all parts of yourself in emotions. You are not your emotions, but I mean, in a way you are, right? So I let in my emotions and I felt this expansion by let, by allowing that to happen. And it was so beautiful and very healing. And so that's one example of expansion, but I also, for me, it's like, I feel like I've kind of put myself into this box throughout my life. And I think we all do that. And I'm closing my eyes right now because I want to describe this visual that I have and this feeling that I have, which is that I've been in these, I've been like in this box and then I've kind of been in shackles. And what I see is myself breaking out of the shackles, breaking out of the box and just really like spreading my wings. And, you know, it's, it's easy to say that, but I think that I'm ready to embody that. So that's going to take some bravery and some courage, um, and focus and, um, collaboration. And I want to do all of it from a place of integrity. And I want to be clear. I want to have clarity around everything that I do. So those are my words. Those are my words for 2022. And I would love to know what, what your themes for 2022 are. If you want to um, DM me on Instagram, I'm at Fosia Morgan. You could send me an email to foziamorgan at gmail.com. You can visit my website, foziamorgan.com. Yeah, I'm happy to be back. I have so much that I'm just, my heart is just bursting to share and to talk about. And um, I'm so excited that you're here with me. I'm so grateful for you all, honestly, to have this platform. And, you know, you might not realize it, but knowing that you're on the other end, you really are holding space for me and um, we get to hold space for each other. So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I look forward to connecting with you all on the next episode of intuitive vibrance and until then i'm sending you all so much love